بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ما بعد نعم سوي بقيم الدروس المهمه تفسير of سوره العصر سوره العصر so we will listen to the qira'ah of the surah along with the translation our young brother Suleiman will recite for us in the later Translation, uh, but uh, again, just to uh, make a brief translation of that. One asal by time, by time. In the insan lafi khusr, indeed, men are in loss. Illa ladina amanu, except for those who believe, wa amanu salihat, and work righteous deeds, whatever soul bil haq, and uh, enjoin one another with patience, whatever soul bil sabr. And likewise, enjoin one another with uh, with patience. Those who enjoy what was haq, those who enjoy one another uh, with the truth, what was sabr, and enjoy one another with patience. Now, the tasmi of the surah, the naming of the surah, just like many of the surah that we mentioned before, uh, surah al asr uh, it was named that due to uh, the opening uh, verse. This surah consists of only three uh, verses, three verses. Wal-Asr is a verse in and of itself. Wal-Asr. 
So the opening verse, um, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he, he swears by time, and so this is the reason why this surah is named Surah Al-Asr. The mufradat and the words within this surah, as we usually do, we work through the mufradat, uh, the words, Al-Asr, the meaning of Al-Asr, and before Al-Asr, we have the wow, the letter in the Arabic language, Al-Wow, which is a letter that is used to swear, to swear, swear by something. Wal-Asr. So here, this is uh, a letter which is used to swear. So here, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears by time. This is one of the letters that is used to swear. There are three. Wow and Ba and Ta Ahsant. Wow, Ba and Ta, and these are three letters that are used to swear, to swear. So if you were to say, Wallahi, Billahi, or Tallahi, these are all letters that are used to swear. Now, and so here Allah, He swears by Al Asr. Al Asr. And Al Asr is Adar. Adar. Time. It is Adar. Due to, and Allah uses this word, or He swears by Adar, Al Asr, due to that which takes place within time. Lessons that we take from time itself, from the marur of the ayam and layali, the passing of the days and the nights, wherein the actions of all people are performed, whether good or bad. Now, it's also mentioned that the meaning of al-asr, of al-asr is the last part of the day, akhir nahar, the last part of the day. And that is why we have al-asr. Al-asr, the last part, al-asr is, is the last salah, and the salah we pray before Maghrib, right? And Maghrib is when the sun sets and the night comes in. So al-asr is the last part of the day. Um, and so it's mentioned that the meaning of al-asr here is that time. However, that which is um, well known and that which uh, the majority of scholars they hold is that the meaning of al-asr here is al-dar, and it's zaman, time. Time, now as a whole, not just the last part of the day. Al-Asr does have, at that time of the day, it does have a, a virtue. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentioned in the Quran, Hafidhu ala salat wa salatin wusta. Preserve and protect and guard the prayers. And then Allah specifically mentioned the middle prayer and the middle prayer here. As if you mentioned, is Salat al-Asr. Is Salat al-Asr. Now, now, wal asr inna al-insan, inna al-insan, and al-insan here, although it is the singular insan, it is being coupled with the alif al-lam. Again, in the Arabic language, the alif al-lam here, here. It is referring to the species or the, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the, the whole of mankind, all men. Now, because here, this Anif al-Lam 
Meaning, if you were to place kul, the word kullun, kullu, in place of this alif alam, it would take the same meaning. Inna insan, inna kulla insan. Indeed, every man. So here, inna insan, indeed, all men. All men. The complete species, the complete genre, the complete. Whenever this alif alam is used, uh, here, in the likes of this verse, it is referring to the whole of men. Lafi khusr. Lafi khusr. Now, here, uh, the meaning, lafi khusr, in loss. Indeed, all men, by time, indeed, all men are in loss. Now, it's difficult to get across the the uh, stress that's placed here in the Arabic language. I'm not sure if you can find the same stress in the English language, maybe. But I'm not proficient in the English language like that. However, here we have three points where Allah is stressing. The first, huh? well, the swearing, the wow. Well, asr. This is stress now, why? Because Allah's sworn by this thing. Walasr. The second, inna. Inna, this word here, it, it is harf uh, ta'kid in the Arabic language. It is a word that's used to, to emphasize and to stress. Inna, indeed. Usually translated as indeed or verily. The third, la, the lam, lafi khusr. Again, maybe indeed. It's not going to flow in English, but indeed, man, indeed he's in loss. Uh, but three, po three points here where there, are, yeah, and there is stress and emphasis here. Uh, indeed, by, t uh, by time, or uh, by time, indeed, man or men, all of them, are indeed in, in loss. So, yeah, truly in loss. Allah Ta'ala about the English yeah, there, but um, that's the closest we can do. This khusr awalan, to go back to the word khusr, then khusr, that is, يعني, khusran, khusran, nuqsan. Man is in loss and يعني, nuqsan, that which is deficient. The opposite of uh, al khusr is, does anyone know? In Arabic? Naam. The opposite. Foes? No, nah, we could say foes, foes, success. Ribah. Profit. The profit. Just like it. those who trade. Either you make a profit or you make a loss. Now, nah. And so it's good. And usually the scholars, they, whenever they explain a word, they come with the opposite. So you get the full meaning, understanding of that word. As they said in Arabic, by their opposites, do things become clear? Now, Amanu is from the verb Aman, Yu'min. The meaning of which is to believe, to have Iman. And Iman in the language is Tasdiq. To believe, to believe with certainty. 
نعم to believe with certainty and so here إلا الذين آمنوا except for those who believe meaning after swearing by time that all men are in loss Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he makes an exception with this word إلا except an exception and then Allah mentions the characteristics of those who are saved from that loss and those who will profit. The first of them, those who believe, those who have Iman, those who have Iman. And as we said in the Arabic language, Iman is tasdiq, to believe. And Iman in the uh, legislation or the legislative, legislative meaning is what? It is statement upon the tongue. Now, just that. Just that. You can say it in English, you don't have to say it in Arabic. Actions upon the limbs. One more thing. Belief in the heart. So, three things. Belief in the heart, statement upon the tongue, and action upon the limbs. This is Iman. Now. إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ عَمِلُوا from the verb عَمَلَ يَعْمَلُ to work and to perform actions now and so this is the second characteristic إِلَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ those who perform and do work righteous deeds الصَّالِحَاتِ the plural of صَالِحَاتِ those who perform righteous actions. That's the meaning of tawasi. Tawasi. It's from the word uh, or from the verb awsa yusi. From the from that verb but here on this pattern in the Arabic language, when it is done with one another. Done with one another. Uh, and so, when the companions, when they saw, or in that hadith that is known, inshallah, to you, the hadith wherein the companions, they mentioned that the messenger of Allah, وسلم, he gave a, a, a heartfelt admonition. And they felt as though it was a farewell sermon. And so they said to him, O Messenger of Allah, it is, though, it is as though this is a farewell sermon. فَأَوْصِنَا فَأَوْصِنَا And he gives us a give us advice. And commanders, and orders. Now, this is the meaning of التواصي يعني to, to advise one another, to command one another, to order one another. بالحق With the truth. With the truth. With Islam. With everything that Islam has, has come with from commands and prohibitions. Indeed, all of that is the truth, and nothing but the truth. That is the truth. Likewise, they uh, command one another and join one another with a sabr. With sabr. And sabr is patience. Sabr is patience. And that is that a person has that strength within oneself to, to yani, withstand and to be patient 
with those harms that come and those difficulties that come in doing all of those things that are preceded. Those three preceding characteristics. Having Iman, having Iman, and that Iman, as we're going to see, Iman cannot be acquired except through except through knowledge, learning, learning what is Iman. What is Iman? What do we need to have Iman in? Learning the, the pillars of Iman. Learning what those pillars necessitate, learning what nullifies and, and contradicts those, those pillars. And what uh, does away with one's Iman. Now, so having Iman, knowledge, and then performing righteous actions. And not just sufficing with that for yourself, learning, having Iman, coming, coming to the truth, learning what the truth is, knowing that we must believe in Islam and believe in Allah, believe in all of those pillars, believe, believe in the books and the messengers and the, and, the, and the angels and the last day and so on and Qadr, and then to perform actions and save ourselves. But we also must couple that with Tawasi bil Haq, enjoining one another and others to that truth that, we, to the, we, that we've been guided to, to give, to give da'wah, to call people, to enjoy the truth, and then to have patience upon all of that, because all of that will no doubt entail and uh, a person would uh, encounter difficulties. He will encounter difficulties at every stage, the stage of learning, stage of having that iman, likewise the stage of, 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 of performing actions and the stage of calling people to that. Now, this is in general the meanings of the mufradat, the uh, kalimat, or the words within, within this uh, surah. Uh, as for the general meaning, then it is clear even from what is preceded, uh, that all of men are in loss and that every person in reality is fil matajah. Yani, you, 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 it's like every single person is, is, is trading within the market. Every person is trading. And every person is, is spending his whole life, spending his whole life performing actions which would either cause him to be in loss or to profit. Or to profit. And every person and every tradesman Every single one of us were trading, and every single one of us will be in loss except for those who come with those four characteristics. Except for those who believe and uh, perform righteous actions, meaning they combine between this, they combine between Iman and Amal. If you go back to the definition, the Sharia definition of Iman, we said it consists of what? Three things. Belief in the heart, without doubt, because that is, that is the origin within the language. Tasdiq, to believe with certainty. Hmm? To, to believe with certainty. Um, and f frequently the scholars, when describing the, or explaining the meaning of, uh, uh, of Iman, in the Arabic language, they refer to the statement of Yusuf Islam, or the brothers of Yusuf Islam, the brothers of Yusuf Islam, the Prophet, when they took Yusuf with them and they placed him in the well, 
And then they came back to, uh, to their father with the shirt, with blood that they placed on, on, on the shirt, claiming that it was the blood of Yusuf. And they said to, to their father, anyone remember what they, what he, what they said? Hmm? And that you will not believe as mu'min. This is the uh, noun form of the one who has iman. Huh? The one who believes. Mu'min. You will not believe us even if we were truthful. Hmm? So this is the meaning of Iman. You get from this the meaning of Iman. To believe. To, to, to believe in, in, in something. But the meaning in the Sharia we said is not just that, the belief that, it, that takes place in the heart, but two other things. Statement on the tongue and actions upon the limbs. So with us, Iman already consists of action. And so when Allah mentioned amanu, except for those who believe, in reality there's no, there's no need for the mention of الصالحات, and work righteous deeds. Why? Because we already know from Iman, those who believe, then they must come with those three things. However, here, scholars have mentioned that Allah mentioned, specifically mentioned the affair of actions, the affair of actions, although it already comes into Iman, due to uh, the stress of this particular aspect of Iman to have actions to have actions and this is similar to other places in the Quran where, um, where, where this type of yeah, any, um, speech is used where something is mentioned in general and then thereafter something specific which comes, in, comes into that general word such as Allah mentioning uh, whoever is, an, is, is uh, an enemy to the angels. Allah mentions the angels in general. And then he mentions specifically after, and Jibreel, Mikael, Mikael. And whoever is an enemy to Gabriel, Jibreel, and Mikael. Those two are angels anyway. So it's sufficient just to say whoever is... is, is, is uh, an enemy to the angels, and that includes Jibreel and Mikael. However, again, this is to, to emphasize and to stress the uh, virtue, the virtue and the importance of yani, that which has been specified. And so here, the mention of actions after Iman shows the importance of having actions. And uh, this uh, Iman, and this particular uh, verse here, الصالحات, so this part of the verse here, we take from it, uh, that we must have Iman and that these, these actions that we perform must be uh, يعني, uh, must be performed with the two conditions of that action to be an action that is Salihah an action for it to be Salihah because Allah didn't, didn't say those who perform actions but he said Salihat Salihat those who perform righteous actions, so the actions must be righteous, and an action will not be righteous up until it fulfills two conditions. And those conditions are al-ikhlas, sincerity, that those actions are done purely for Allah, purely for Allah, and that is what iman necessitates anyway. That is what a correct iman in Allah necessitates. That Allah 
is one alone. All actions are to be performed, all worship is to, uh, to be directed to him alone. And so that those actions, a righteous action must be done purely for him, ikhlas, sincerity. And the second is that it must be with mutaba'ah of Rasul sallallahu that he must be performed in accordance to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah sallallahu the way he performed his righteous, those righteous actions. Now, and likewise we said, those who enjoin one another uh, with the truth um, and with patience. Now, um, the munasabah of the surah, we didn't mention that, but usually we mention the munasabah, the relevance of this surah being placed after the previous one. The previous surah was what? Takathur. Takathur. الحاكم التكاثر حتى زرتم المقابر سورة. I know it's been. I think we took a, a week gap, uh, but that was the surah. That was the surah. التكاثر. The موضوع التكاثر سورة التكاثر. التكاثر. The, the the subject within that surah. What was it? That mutual rivalry. That mutual rivalry that people are preoccupied with up until they visit their graves. Hmm? And يعني this is what destroys them. So in that surah, there's a mention of people being preoccupied over that iman in Allah and working for uh, their hereafter. And that is what destroys them. Surah Al-Asr comes straight after. What's the relevance of Surah Al-Asr being placed after Surah Al-Kafir? Exactly. So now, after the previous surah, what destroys people? Here now we have, in this surah, what saves them? Because all men are in loss, because they've been preoccupied with the dunya, preoccupied with the mutual rivalry of gathering wealth, gathering children, and the pomp and amusement of this life. But then within this surah, now, that which will save them, and that which will save them are those four, those four characteristics. Now, Naam, and this surah, al-Ikhwa, no doubt, a tremendous surah to the point where uh, it has been mentioned, Imam al-Bayhaqi mentions, likewise Abu Dawood in, in, in Az-Zuhud, uh, this surah, the tremendous meanings within the surah and the power of the surah was such that the Sahaba, two from amongst them, that whenever they would meet, whenever they would meet, they would not يعني, leave one another separate from one another up until they recited this surah to one another up until they recited this surah surah al-asr to one another and then they would give salam and then go showing the great importance of the surah why as, as imam, imam al-shafi'i rahimahullah he mentioned what did he say about this surah law ma anzal allah hujjatan ala nas illa hadhi surah lakafatum Hmm. Had Allah not revealed another surah or another evidence, another proof, except for this surah upon the people, it would have sufficed them. Because within this surah we have everything which you need. Yani in a general sense, you have everything which you need in order for you to be saved, in order for you to be prophet, yani for, to be in prophet, Yom al Qiyamah. And again, Due to this import, the importance of the surah we have within that well-known 
and that, that, that great book that every single one of us uh, should study and should be fully aware of the three fundamental principles al usul al-thalafa based on the three questions that are asked within the grave the imam who authored that book Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab he mentioned in the very beginning that there are four matters that every single Muslim male and female must learn and those things were those four things were al-ilm amal ilm knowledge amal actions al-amal obey which is the, which is the second third da'wah to ilay to give da'wah to it to give da'wah to that not to that iman da'wah to that to those, to those actions and the fourth patience upon all of that and he derived all of that from this surah surah al-asr هذا وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين